Hey there, my name is Ushin Nunny and this is Audio Talks, presented to you by Harman. And this episode, we're going to be going back to the future as we look at the incredible collaboration which is bringing sexy back to the world of electric vehicles, or EVs for short. At the end of last year, one out of 10 vehicles sold in Europe was an EV, and in some places, the figure was even higher, like Norway, where two out of three cars sold was an EV. We are clearly reaching the tipping point, and the world is falling in love with cleaner, greener electric vehicles. But what happens to the petrol heads in an era without petrol? The Ford Mustang Mach-E brings high-octane classic muscle car performance and Detroit swagger to the world of EVs, including the sound system. Today we will explore how Ford and their audio partner Harman collaborated with B&O to bring the iconic Ford Mustang roaring into the future and bringing sexy back to the new generation of EVs. I'm delighted to be joined today by three of the main players in this collaboration. Tina Kirish, the Senior Design Manager at B&O. Welcome, Tina. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And Stefan Tinnemann, the Product Manager for Mustang Mach-E in Europe and part of Team Edison. Welcome, Stefan. Hello. Thanks for having me. And Alec DeLeon, the Senior Engineer for Acoustics Automotive at Harman International. Welcome, Alec. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Right. So uh, just to give uh, listeners a bit of a background to our discussion, Harman acquired Bang & Olufsen Automotive back in 2015 and has since engineered and developed audio systems for the automotive industry under the brand names of Bang & Olufsen and B&O, the latter being used exclusively on Ford vehicles, including our star for today's episode, the Mustang Mach-E. So a few episodes ago, actually in the previous series, we spoke to superstar DJ Carl Cox, and he is a real lover of high performance cars and actually has three Ford Mustangs in his collection. So the Ford Mustang is such an iconic car. How did you go about translating half a century of heritage and classic driving experience to an EV? Um, Do you want to kick that off, Stefan? Sure. So uh, you already mentioned the Mustang is our most iconic nameplate. So it's kind of tricky. And we put a lot at stake of naming our first all electric vehicle a Mustang. So we had to be very sensitive to really make it a Mustang. So not only have it look like a Mustang, make it instantly recognizable as a Mustang. We got the, the long hood, the muscular haunches, the sweep, the roof line, tri-bar lamp. So it is recognizable as a Mustang. But what's really key to it, it, it needs to drive like a Mustang. It needs to enthuse people. It needs to be quick. It needs to be a hat turner as well. But that's what a Mustang is about, right? You drive down the road and, and people turn their heads and it just needs to be a fun to drive vehicle. And um, that's what, what we try to achieve with the Mustang Mach-E, bringing it into the new era making it zero emission electric vehicle. Uh, Electric cars offer all those benefits. They got the instant torque, which car enthusiasts love. So so you really accelerate quickly uh, with all that instant torque. You got nice handling, um, but also, and that's something which we will probably talk about later, is you got a very quiet, silent ride, which Most Mustang owners love the sound of their V8 roaring in the back. And you could actually have that engineered in the Mach-E as well, kind of an artificial sound. And let's have a listen to that Mach-E interior right now.
very smooth, very silent when it's cruising at the high speed. Amazing. With all the, the silence, like in a normal Mustang, you couldn't even really listen to music, right? With the engine roaring. Now you got that silent ride and you can listen to perfect music to your favorite playlist on the road. So uh, I think that's a good step into the future. Tick, tick, tick. Classic design, instant torque, zero emissions. Yes, please. So this sounds like a really good balance of heritage and innovation as well. And this is a very modern car. So what kind of design decisions went into the redesign of the classic Mustang for this age of EVs? So as I said before, um, it needed to be recognizable as a Mustang. But also with it going electric, it had that kind of more SUV, coupe, design, crossover-like design with a battery placed in, in the chassis of the vehicle. So that gives you good driving dynamics, good handling, but it also yeah, gives a challenge to the design team because you, you have that SUV body style, but you still want to make it look sleek and sporty and coupe-like. So one of the, the tricks that we did is we have that black accented roof, which makes the roof line look like it drops like a two-door coupe, but actually it goes on and it adds a little headroom in the back for the second row passengers, making it a, a real family car as well. So that was one of the decisions. And also Mustang is a two-door coupe usually. So on, on the Mustang Mach-E, for example, it's a four-door, but we don't have classic door handles on the vehicle. So there are no door handlings at all that would kind of cut into your your nice shape that you have but there are we call them e-latches it's basically a, a button that you push and it pushes the door open so you don't need classic door handles anymore so this really helps make it look like a like a sporty two-door coupe even though it's not it's an suv four-door family car which is very practical so we're trying to keep it a Mustang, but also take it into the future. Yeah, futuristic, but keep it a Mustang. I think that's the key guiding principle uh, that, that we had for the Mustang Maggie. Fantastic. And, um, you know, for a lot of people, the Ford Mustang experience is going to be about driving down the motorway, listening to great music on a good system. And this high performance approach end to end is of course, in the very DNA of the Mach-E audio system as well. So talk to us a bit about how Harman approached the collaboration. A question for you, Alec. One big thing that we had to keep in mind, obviously, this is a Mustang. I mean, it needs a powerful audio system. You can't get by with just any old system. So we really paid a lot of attention to um, speaker positions, making sure that we're getting optimized performance out of each speaker based on where they're located in the vehicle, how they're integrated into the trim. But one big thing I want to call attention to is uh, what we call the ECS or externally coupled subwoofer. Basically, with a normal subwoofer, you know, usually you're packaging a big speaker in a very large box that has to take up trunk space or, or whatnot. And uh, that's how you get bass performances. You need to move a lot of air. This is a unique new design that basically you're using the entire outside air outside the vehicle as that volume of air. So what you have in the cabin is a, a much smaller intrusive shroud, we call it. So you're saving a lot of weight, um, you're saving a lot of space, um, but you're still delivering an extremely powerful bass performance. And I think anybody who hops in the car will agree to that. Superb. I mean, we've heard on previous episodes from experts like Dr. Sean Olive uh, how 
feeling the bass is so much a part of feeling the emotion of music and having a connection with it. Um, and the Ford Mustang is very much about emotion, the emotions of driving, the emotions of great audio. How would you describe the balance of heritage and innovation in the audio design of the Mustang Mark E? Yeah, like I was saying with the ECS, that's that's a great new technology that still delivers the kind of bass that people expect without compromising performance, but we're delivering it in a new way, in a, a more efficient way that I think really delights and makes owners of the vehicle happy. Um, so it's kind of that aspect of looking at what do we need to deliver? Those expectations have not gone down. If anything, people are always expecting more from their vehicles. So how can we deliver that experience, but in new ways, in more efficient ways, in smaller packages, less weight? Um, so always maintaining the B&O heritage of sound quality and the Mustang heritage of quality vehicles, but in a way that we're engineering it more efficiently and delivering it without any sacrifices. Brilliant. Brilliant. And you're actually, you know, as we mentioned earlier, you're a senior engineer for Acoustics Automotive at Harman International. Talk to us a bit about what an acoustic engineer does in this context. Uh, it really sounds like a fascinating job and there's a lot of high performance engineering in the cockpit and in the sound system as well. Yeah, I love my job. Um, it's, it's really a great blending of science and art. Um, so we get started very early uh, with Ford. I'm um, looking at, you know, new programs coming along, looking at CAD saying, okay, can we put the speakers here? How can we make sure that, you know, we're getting good grill designs, we're getting um, proper angling of speakers. So nothing even to do with tuning yet. I'm in meetings way, way years out. I'm um, talking about how do we make sure that we're architecting a system that's going to deliver when we get to the point of listening to it and tuning it. And then the more traditional aspect of, I think what people assume of my job is the actual tuning part. So once we're getting to prototype vehicles, we bring them into our garages. We're taking a lot of measurements with microphones. So I'm looking at graphs, making sure that we have smooth frequency responses and, and those aspects. But then many, many hours and weeks of sitting in the vehicle, listening, making fine adjustments for the imaging, the more art aspects, um, but then also taking the vehicle out, um, driving it on the road, making sure that we're delivering a smooth experience, not just sitting still in a garage, but in the actual use case of driving and making sure that, you know, is the bass still smooth? Does it get loud enough? Does it sound smooth when it gets loud? Is it a, a, a nice frequency response at all volume steps? Because there are plenty of systems that might sound okay when you're at a low volume, but they run out of power. So um, really making sure that we're delivering that full quality experience in all use cases um, from all the way at the beginning when we're talking about a brand new vehicle design and what is it even shaped like and look like all the way to the end of sitting in it, driving it, feeling it, listening to it and saying, yes, this is the sound. Awesome. It does sound like you have one of the best jobs in the world, to be honest. <laughs> That's so yeah, cool. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really good. And uh, you spoke about the tuning there. You mentioned the new audio tech earlier, stuff like ECS and the speaker placement and this incredible science of using the, the air outside of the vehicles. Now, we, I, I'm sure we have petrol heads tuning in. We have tech heads tuning into the podcast. So let's give the tech heads um, a bit of a lowdown. Let's take them under the hood. What's the process of all of this technology coming together? Just using the ECS as an example again, um, what that really looks like is, I mean, you have a speaker in the vehicle. It's it's kind of like not any radical different speaker look or shape, but under the hood of that speaker, instead of 
the back of that speaker playing into, uh, you know, a box. We actually are working with Ford and looking at CAD to vent the back of that speaker out to the outside world. So looking at sheet metal, looking at things that normally an audio system would never really be involved in, but making sure that that infinite volume of air that that speaker is expecting to see in an ECS application is available. You know, do we have enough clearance there? Some really big aspects go into the design that really rely on a much more collaborative relationship with the automaker than a lot of other suppliers or audio system developers may have. That's super cool. And, you know, you're speaking about this incredible technology, uh, heavyweight audio innovation there, design heritage. It's all coming together beautifully. But of course, you know, this is all about the driver experience. So, Stefan, I believe that you have been known to drive around with a uh, in a Mustang Mach-E. So talk to us a bit about the driver experience. What does it feel like? And uh, will I feel like Steve McQueen if I drive one? So please say yes. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, I think I got to say thank you to Alec. Um, you've done a great job there <laughs> um, because it, the, the sound system really sounds amazing. And um especially when you have a, a song that has some bass to it. Uh, it's a clear sound. It's got that surround sound as well, which makes it amazing. And then, as I said earlier, in combination with the silence of the ride, and some people might not like that as they are petrol heads and they, they like the roaring sound, but I really enjoy listening to to that music um, over the, the B&O system, cruising down the road, even on the motorway. It's still kind of silent despite some wind noise but it's a kind of silent and you can really enjoy your music or podcast as well <laughs> mm, okay I, I hope there is somebody listening to the audio talks podcast in a maki on silent mode that would be thrilling if you if you if the, <laughs> I, I certainly will oh fantastic okay was it yeah send us a video or something that would be absolutely amazing uh awesome thank you thank you and of course Tina, this is very much about the drivers, the people who love the Ford Mustang and live and breathe it. People like Carl Cox, who we mentioned earlier. What's been the reaction of the Ford Mustang community globally to the new Mach-E? Overall, we are super overwhelmed and interested in all the reactions. The whole Mustang Mach-E and Mustang community is such an interesting consumer group. And what's fascinating about this project is that we learned that Mustang owners and enthusiasts uh, appreciate recognizing design elements based on heritage. But then mm. there's also a, cool. a more progressive and open side where this group is open to contemporary design approach. And uh, this combination of heritage and contemporary design was really interesting. And thanks to that, the design teams were able to push the boundaries a little bit more and be a bit more daring with the design. And Stefan, talk to us a bit about the plans that Ford has in terms of EVs, because uh, this seems like, you know, it doesn't seem like just a new product launch. It's, it really feels like a movement. It feels like something big for humanity. Yes, it is. So Mustang Mach-E is our first dedicated electric vehicle, and we really wanted to make it right and kind of have a, a big entrance into the electric vehicle world with a product that that people want to drive that they desire and, and want to have before when you when you were opting for an electric vehicle you were picking one of different science projects that looked a little awkward and, and was driving a little odd maybe yes. uh, but we really wanted something that that stands out and, and has character to it and, and yeah people love and desire 
Uh, I think we we achieved that with Mustang Mike E, but obviously it's a start into a new era. In Europe, we will produce our first locally European produced vehicle as of 2023 in Cologne. And then we have just recently announced that we're going to be all electric by 2030. So Ford's commitment wow. is to only sell electric vehicles in Europe by 2030. Uh, I, I could not love that statement more. Thank you. That's absolutely brilliant. And congratulations. That's such a, a bold, innovative, you know, move. It's a it's ahead of the market. It's just brilliant. I love it. So um, I'll be looking forward to streets with many more EVs in the very near future with superb sound systems. Now, when one thinks of the Ford Mustang, Bang & Olufsen and Harman, you think of high quality design, incredible performance and attention to every detail. So uh, Tina, I'd love to move over to yourself. Talk to us a bit about how you bought the B&O design approach into the Mach-E cockpit. I'd love to tell you that story. Uh, it's really a story about collaboration. And when it comes to all design processes, that's what it's all about. I've enjoyed spending a lot of time in Detroit over the past five years. Before 2020, I think I went there about four to six times per year. So Detroit is really like coming home these days. So I just want to send some special greetings to everybody listening from Detroit today. When, when we created the BNO sound system for the Mustang Maki, it was really about that collaboration and getting together very early on. And uh, we tried various tracks in play models and different positions and packagings of the speakers. So everything that you see and hear is very carefully selected and considered. And I was connecting to and uh, thinking about what Alex said earlier, that creating a great audio experience, that's a really technical process. But listening to music is a very human process. And this is where design can come in and support that experience by bringing in a sense of humanized technology, if you will. And in this case, uh, through a comfortable fabric that we use as a speaker cover. So that was very exciting being part of this project uh, together with the four design teams. And I love the way they have brought the Mustang Mach-E into the new era of uh, EVs. Also, uh, speaking about that collaboration, something that we worked on together is really to find that connection between the sound system and the car. So building further on and extending the shapes of the car. And in the same time, bringing in that B&O value to customers through our signature design elements and, and audio. You can really feel the love for the project from each of you. There's such passion there, such an appreciation of the value of this collaboration. You know, the kind of best of breed in design, in audio, in automotive, all coming together beautifully. So it's a, it's a joy to speak to you all, to be honest. Now, uh, this does, you know, between it being zero emissions, having an amazing sound system, silent mode, all this design innovation, it really feels like the Mach-E is truly a car for the roaring 20s. Talk to us a bit about what kind of features are in this version of the Mustang that would have been impossible in older versions. Naturally, EVs are more silent compared to traditional combustion engines. So from audio standpoint, this is, of course, improving the audio just from the get-go. But in terms of industrial design of electric vehicles, I think that there's a really interesting shift going on in the industry. And there's lots of opportunities of redefining how car interior spaces should look like. 
So car design styling is changing uh, because of the way cars function is also fundamentally changing. But I think that people will always want to feel safe and at home in automotive spaces. So bringing in those kinds of materials and inspiration from home interiors can be part of creating that sense of new sense of calm and balance into car spaces of the future. So I think that that's a big shift from um, previous combustion engines. Um, and also design plays a key role here in making those interiors feel very welcoming and comfortable. Uh, so how we design audio products really impacts people's daily lives. And we can be part of creating those atmospheres where people feel good. Absolutely. Well said. And Stefan, what's the Ford viewpoint? Uh, what, what are the new features that you love that are in the Mark E that would have been impossible in previous Mustang editions? Yeah, so maybe building on what Tina said first is that we got that simple kind of clean interior with a lot less buttons. Um, obviously, we have that large 15.5 inch center screen, touch screen display, which is really the, the hard kind of the core operating system of the Mustang Mach-E. But that combined with that B&O soundbar, which goes all across the dashboard, I think oh. that, that's a really clean and, and sleek interior. And, and we're getting a lot of very positive feedback from both first customers that have seen it, but also media test driving it just recently over the weekend, we had a test drive in, in Berlin. Um, so we're getting really good feedback on that interior and, and all on the design of the B&O system. Um, from automotive perspective, there are obviously a lot of new technology developments that we're now bringing into the Mac-E, which is um, we are fully connected. We have uh, over-the-air update capabilities, so we can update um, both our internal systems, but every module basically. So we can add wow. features, we can make improvements, we could make bug fixes if required. So th this is really something that we're now bringing into Mac E. Plus, th there's so much new technology. You can have your phone as a key, oh. and all bring all this into the Mac E. I think there's, there's lots for the uh, tech enthusiasts to get excited about in the new Mac E. That's brilliant. And you know, we're not talking about three startups doing a hackathon or a few months. I mean, Alec, you mentioned earlier that you're actually years ahead on the production in terms of tuning, in terms of putting things together. This is a phenomenal piece of teamwork and cross-functional collaboration between all of the companies involved. Talk to us a bit about the kind of techniques or the kind of processes that were used to bring this all together, this huge collaboration. Tina, what say you? So I think that the collaboration between Ford and B&O is really special because of the way we work together. So we have been working from CAD to clay and hand in hand from the grounds up to really determine speaker placements and design elements for the sound system. And all of this to complement both the Mustang Maki interior, but also the BNO DNA. And what I find really fascinating is that the relationships between people from opposite sides of the world with different perspectives, just like we are meeting here today, that adds so much to our joint creation process and can spark new ways of thinking. So I really love that um, openness and trust in each other's skills, the, and that has been driving our design work forward. And um, of course, close and early collaboration is really the secret sauce here, and it's also what makes everything so much fun. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, you can really tell that you had fun working on this. And I 
Uh, I can't imagine that the Mackie is anything other than fun to drive. I think it's going to be a cool experience. Um, but the Mackie, coming back to the, the start of the show, it carries the heritage of the past and brings it back to the future with this maverick mix of technology, engineering and design. What are some of the interior design innovations which the marriage of B&O and Ford gives this updated Mustang? Uh, so uh, we have a very special uh, fabric cover spanning the dashboard and it was designed and woven especially for the Mustang Maki. Wow. And the shapes and materials that, that are chosen are really driven by performance. In this case, acoustic performance, but also performance in terms of automotive requirements, like withstanding wear and tear, fading and cleanability aspects and those kinds of things. So all the shapes and the materials and the textures that we choose, each one of them matters for creating a very purposeful design uh, for an optimized sound experience. And I think that marriage, uh, what you just mentioned, uh, it's really that seamlessness of the brands in the interior. That's at the core of this marriage um, and our design collaboration. So there's not really a distinction where the Mustang Mach-E design starts or where the B&O design picks up. Everything is one seamless uh, unity. I love it. That's fabulous. Thank you. And Tina, staying with yourself, I believe an award has been given uh, recently that was related to the Maki. Tell us a bit about that. Yes, I'd love to. So um, each year, IF International Forum Design organizes uh, one of the world's uh, most celebrated design competitions. It's called IF Design Award. I think the award welcomes around 6,000 submissions wow. uh, every year. So it's really recognized as a symbol of uh, design excellence. For us as a cross-company design team, it of course meant a lot to receive this award because all of the work we have done has been really based on close collaboration and teamwork and also to make the sound system seamlessly integrated. So it's really a, a symbol of a design achievement, but also... For us, it's about that innovative power of what a cross-company team can do together and uh, bring designs to new heights. Wow, many congratulations, team. What a result. That's an incredible accolade from the industry. That's so cool. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it. So there is one more question to ask each of you, uh, which we ask all of our VIP guests on the Audio Talks podcast, and that is to add a track to our wonderful title playlist. So what is your choice of song for driving along the open freeway or the autobahn in your Mustang Mach-E? Starting with your good stuff, Stefan. So it's a song called Son Landemar from La Riviera, which is actually quite a, a long and very diverse song. It starts off a little low, but it gets into some really nice bass and it really makes you feel that uh, kind of 3D sound that you got in the Mustang Maggie. So that's why I really, I love it hearing it on my headphones, but uh, I really enjoy it driving down the road uh, in my Mustang Maggie. Sweet. What a great choice. Thank you very much, Stefan. And moving over to yourself, Alec, what's your choice for the playlist? I would have to choose a song called The Lovers by Nine Inch Nails. It has this very interesting kind of looping kick drum just this rolling kind of um, odd rhythm to it. And it, it's a very interesting song for driving. It has a lot of um, elements that kind of feel like they're in your head or, or swirling around you that would really um, come out well in the sound system. It's a, it's a great song. It's a kind of contemplative song. And I think that, you know, the quietness of the cabin um, 
would really lend itself to listening to a track like that um, with powerful bass, a lot of different instrumentation going on. It's a really cool track. Wow. Fantastic. Thank you. What a, what a brilliant, uh, two brilliant choices there. And Tina, moving over to yourself, what piece of music would you like to add to our driving playlist? So I have a little heritage versus future theme also in the choice of my song. Um, it's a song called On the Road Again uh, by Willie Nelson. Nice. Um, and I think he wrote the song in the 80s. Uh, so this is the heritage part uh, of, of the chosen song. Uh, but I've chosen a cover version um, by a band called First Aid Kit. Uh, it's a Swedish pop folk duo. So they've made a contemporary interpretation <laughs> of a classic. So next time when I visit Detroit, I, I hope to go for a ride with a Mustang mach accompanied by this song. Oh, that's such a good call. I love First Aid Kit. And I actually had the pleasure of seeing Willie Nelson when I was over at South by Southwest a few years ago. And he was just amazing. He did that song and everyone was just, you know, wow. uh, in <laughs> heaven. It was beautiful. What a great choice. Thank you. And my own addition to this episode's playlist is inspired by Tina and your trip to Detroit. I'm going to put in Put Your Hands Up for Detroit by Fede Legrand just to test those bass bins in the Mackey. So thank you so much for joining us for Audio Talks to talk about this incredible marriage of heritage, design, innovation, and of course, great audio thank you Tina Kirish Stefan Tinneman and Alec DeLeon listeners don't forget to comment share and generally get involved we'll be back soon for some more fascinating audio talks see you next time <laughs>